happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. We know there's a few of you listening. Me and Kane are back, breaking the month-long hiatus to get together for a quick little chat about Game of Thrones and, of course, Star Wars Rogue One, at least the trailer that's been released uh, as of yet. So this is a quick little one. Like I said, uh, we've been having a lot of trouble breaking through the garbage in our personal lives to get together weekly and record this show. So here we are. It's a quick one. We hope you enjoy it. And as always, Duel of Taints is brought to you by Gilgamesh Brewing. They're making a beer for everyone, even you. So get your ass out there. Get to Gilgamesh. Go to your favorite tap house. Go to your favorite beer selling marketplace and find yourself some Gilgamesh brews. Pick up your favorite. My favorite right now is the Terry Porter. It's dark, delicious, smooth, easily drinkable, even on uh, some of this hot weather that we've been seeing lately. So go find your favorite and come back and listen to this episode of Duel of Taints. Visit GilgameshBrewing.com for more information. Oh, Winter Soldier was pretty legit, dude. That was like, remember the whole Hail Hydra bullshit? Yeah. Tied into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, where there's a guy who was like a sleeper Hydra agent? Fucking badass, dude. And then that was the thing. S.H.I.E.L.D. in Captain America 2 was infiltrated by Hydra. Oh, dude, it was awesome. I was really impressed. Anyways. Welcome to Dual Taints. Number one podcast where we argue about shit you don't care about. I'm Rhett. Okay. Uh, Been a while. Uh, We won't even... It, it seems like every episode we post now, it's, it's yeah. been a while, so we're, we're not even going to... We're not even going to apologize for it. We're, we're, gonna uh, we're recording this May 8th. 2016. I think because it'll be another episode we post before this one. Yeah. So this one will probably come here a little late, but we're... I'll post this shit tonight. We're posting it a little before episode 3 of Game of Thrones. Hours season before, two. yeah. Hour, <laughs> hours before, so... So, welcome to Duel of Games, uh, the Game of Thrones podcast. Duel of Games, I like it. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything that rhymes. Duel of Thrones? Duel just of the Game of Thrones? <laughs> kings. Duel of... Duel of Crows? Duel of Crows? Duel of... Dragons? Dance of Taints? Dance of Taints! <laughs> Dance of Taints! <laughs> I uh, like it. Anyway... You know nothing, Rhett Weisenfeld. <laughs> 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 oh, God, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay, so, so, happy Mother's Day, first and foremost, all of you mothers out there, and all of you that have mothers. And all you motherfuckers. Especially the motherfuckers, <laughs> dude. Uh, so, the big reveal last uh, week on Game of Thrones was, of course, everyone expected it. SNL fucking shit all over it, which honestly they had to. Like, yeah. no offense to the show, but how did they think that they could keep this secret? I feel like it really cheapened the moment. And like they said on SNL, they had a perfect. We get ten hours of this a year, and we wasted two hours of it with this stupid fake reveal. Everybody knew it was happening. I feel like yeah, they they probably should have done it in the Red Woman episode, episode one of season six. I, I don't I don't I don't hate it. I'm willing to forgive them because so often in Game of Thrones, I know this stems from the books, not the TV show, but Game of Thrones in general, like they go against normal storytelling. Like season one or kill book one, you kill off your main character, your main hero. He was set up as to be your hero. You know, in any other series, like Ned Stark would still be alive and he'd still be the main hero. 
But Game of Thrones killed him off unexpectedly. He didn't see it coming. And then a short, in a short little while, I didn't either. In a short little while later, they did it again with the Red Wedding. And then, you know, we had to wait a whole year for it on the show, but it happened within 100 pages of the Red Wedding, but the Purple Wedding was yeah, you, the same book within 100 pages. Yeah. I mean, it was... I, I mean, you expected them to kill off uh, Joffrey at some point, but you, you also expected it to be more of like uh, he gets beheaded by Jon Snow or Arya Stark, you know. Dude, they really drew out some of that stuff, like with Tywin, like Tyrion killing Tywin, being set up for the Purple Wedding and all that shit. Yeah. That shit happens all in book three. Yeah. Rob's killed, Catelyn's killed, uh, fucking Catelyn comes back as Lady Stoneheart, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't think that's gonna, I don't think, and I think they're gonna do it. They said that they're going to delve back into other, so this character that they introduced in the latest episode, who killed, uh, yeah, that's, uh, Baron Greyjoy or whatever. Eon Greyjoy? Euron. Euron, sorry. Yeah. That, he's, he's in the book. Book four main character. He's a book four main character. Yeah. But, so that's what I'm saying is like, they're going back and filling in the gaps, and they've opened, I think by doing that, they've reopened the potential for Lady Stoneheart. Okay, so part. here's how I see them doing uh, Lady Stoneheart if they do it. They'll probably, because it's been a while since we've seen the Brothers Without Banners. Brothers Without Banners, that's what they're called. Dude. And I think it was before the Red Weddings the last time we saw them, right? Season three? Season two. But we saw them in season three, I thought. Is it just season two? Maybe you're right. I think it was just season two when the Hound has Arya Stark. Yeah. No, was that season three? I thought it was early season the three. Hound, the Hound has Arya Stark and they get captured by the Brothers Without Banners or what are yeah. they called? Yeah, yeah. Brothers and, Without Banners. And Beric Dondarrion and Thoros of Mir, the Red Priest, uh, he fucking prays over Beric Dondarrion after the Hound fucking kills him and he comes back to life and the Hound is just like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so like... I feel like if they're going to do it, they're going to do not necessarily a flashback sequence or something, but they'll reveal well, that they'll reveal that the Brother Without Banners found her body after it was dumped after the Red Wedding, brought her back to life, and then that they've been... Well, she floated downstream, and that's when Beric Dondarrion found her body and thought that he, Thoris of Mir, should pass his gift of, like, revival yeah. on from him to... So Beric Dondarrion quits coming back to life, and yeah. Catelyn Stark comes back to life as Lady Stoneheart. She can't speak. Uh, because her throat was obviously cut yeah. in the fucking Red Wedding. And uh, what, what else was I going to say? Now, here's my prediction. Uh, we're literally, we're the afternoon before episode three is released. Where I think, okay, go ahead. Now, you, they you, showed You're going to predict on, what they're going to do in season, or uh, episode three? So, All right, go ahead. Obviously, we're coming to a head with the Jon Snow origins, probably, right? We gotta be. Well, He's come back then, to life. He's it, obviously important. Because it was an episode, this last episode, you saw a little bit of flashback where Hordor yeah. know, used to talk normally. Which, now, we're getting, yeah, we're getting some flashbacks from the brand storyline. And here's the thing. There is one character left alive in the whole entire world who knows who Jon Stark truly is who Jon Snow truly is. Now, we know, obviously, he's important because he's the only character, main character, to come back to life after being murdered. Now, there's a lot of fan theories that have been going around, um, but there is one character, and that is Jojen and Mira. Mira is Bran's bodyguard right now, the girl. Mm-hmm. Jojen's the one who died in season four. Yeah. Jojen and Mira's father, one of Ned Stark's best friends was with him when they stormed the Tower of Joy. Do they say it on the when, show, or is that just in the books? It's in the books. I oh, know, okay. Right. But they're going to establish it, because on the next time on Game of Thrones, 
they showed a young Ned Stark and uh, one of the Kingsguard, and they showed a tower uh... that has long been speculated will be the filming location of the Tower of Joy, where Rhaegar Targaryen, Daenerys' dead brother, whom Robert Baratheon murdered on the trident uh, with his hammer in the rebellion to become king. Yeah. Uh, obviously a lot of history to cover if you haven't read the books. But Ned Stark and this guy, Jojen Amira's father, I can't remember his name, uh, along with a couple of others, stormed the Tower of Joy, killed all the Kingsguard, rescued his sister, whom was kidnapped by Rhaegar Targaryen, mm-hmm. and from then on kicked off the rebellion that led to Robert Baratheon becoming king. Yeah. The only two survivors of such incident were Ned Stark and this Jojen Amir's father, uh, who were like the swamp guys. They're like the swamp guys. I can't remember what they're called. Um, and obviously Lyanna Stark survived long enough for whatever, but then she got carried back to Winterfell where she was entombed. The theory is that that is John's parents, Lyanna Stark. Yeah, and that and Rhaegar she wasn't Targaryen. necessarily kidnapped; that she was actually in love with Rhaegar. Well, yeah, yeah. So I think we're going to see some Tower of Joy action, and I think we might have an answer tonight because they showed young Ned Stark and this guy. I feel like it's almost too obvious. But it's, it's the only one that would make sense. Only theory makes sense, just because in season one, he like Dead Stark right before he, John goes off to the wall. He says, "We'll talk about it." We'll talk about it. But I promise you, you are Stark. Yeah. Maybe not in name, but you are Stark. So, like, if he was Rihanna's, if he was you know a Targaryen slash Rihanna, and they did get married in secret or whatever. Granted, he's technically a Targaryen by name, but he would be a legitimate Stark. He could be like you know. He'd be a legitimate, you know, heir to Winterfell or something like that, which yeah. kicks off a whole another theories that are going around that since he's dead, his watch is technically ended. That he could go back and take over at Winterfell. Oh, interesting! I didn't think about because he technically he did die. I mean, I just imagined him coming back and being an even more badass Lord Commander of the Night's yeah. Watch. You but know, the Night's Watch is essentially done because there's like there was a Lord Commander of the Night's Watch who was. Like part of the White Walkers, he was like a child of the White Walkers, yeah, <laughs> or something like that. He was like half supernatural, half human. Yeah, I don't remember which one it was, but we're on like the what nine hundred and ninety seventh with Jon Snow or something. Nine hundred ninety ninth. Yeah, something. That's an interesting theory, and I I actually like that. Um, I think it'll come to a head. Uh, the thing is, is you have to remember the reason why Ned Stark would keep that secret at that time yeah. was because mm-hmm. this was the same time that the Mountain was raping and murdering yeah. Targaryen children. They were throwing Targaryen children off cliffs and murdering them. Yeah. They were extinguishing the line. That was what the rebellion was. It wasn't a yeah, pretty Yeah, and also thing. you think Robert Baratheon would be would take kindly to... No. He would, he would dash that child across a wall just as quickly as yeah. any other. I mean, think about... Think about what they did to all the Baratheon children, like all the Baratheon bastards in season one. Oh, yeah. Fucking murdered every single one. The only one, one that survived was the one that went on to become a blacksmith for the uh, Brothers, Brothers Without, Without Banners. Banners. I wonder what happened to him. Well, so the thing, they're going to bring that back because that line just sort, sort of ended. And that was actually an interesting line. But, He's in the books, but I can't Dude, there's so much. But like, but in the, like with the TV, because I haven't read all the books like you have, I know enough about them. I can understand what you're talking about most of the time. But with the TV show, that like that whole line with the Red Priest, Beric Dondarrion... Um, what, God, fuck, what was his name? He, the, 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 
Baratheon's bastard son. Yeah. Um, but that was an interesting story. Like, I would have been very curious to see where that went, but you, you haven't heard anything about him since. Yeah. They almost, they have to bring him back at some point, you'd the think. The one who had the bull helmet? Yeah. Well, you feel like he's going to be a badass, considering he kept the bull helmet for himself, so... I mean, the Baratheon line is, he's the last one. Yeah. He's the last of the Baratheons. I guess, except if you consider Tommen a Baratheon, which he is. I mean. Not by blood, though. I mean, officially. Just, just like, is, just like Joffrey, he's not, technically. But everybody considers him, because you wouldn't dare yeah. say that to the king. They'd murder your face. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited to see where the show goes. I will say, um, Briefly, that it's this season has been a tad disappointing so far. I don't know. It's been good. It's great. I'm willing to forgive him because that episode, had so much other shit that was awesome, and even still, like putting John <laughs> Snow back. Obviously, they were gonna do it. I'm well, glad it, they did it. Yeah, it was a little bit of cop out. But I'm gonna give them slack just because they don't cop out that often. I will say that obviously, if they established that there was some sort of cost or something like that to make it like, yeah, he didn't just come back and it was like a freebie. Yeah. Comes back and maybe he's fucked up in the head or whatever. Like, I, I have faith that they're going to do something. We don't know what. I mean, we're in uncharted territory now, so. He could be a coward now. They could, like, really, like, change the character quite a bit. They could do bit. anything. They could do anything with it. And we don't know. And that's the beauty of Game of Thrones right now. Um, I feel like they've been doing a little bit of hand-waving so far this season. Like, all right, just this makes sense because we said it does. And it's like, okay, mm. I'm fine with that. I've watched worse TV shows. Yeah. And granted... Game of Thrones could only be the best show on TV for so long before it started having a few things like that, right? Yeah. We made it to the sixth season, and this is the first time I've had anything negative to say about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and you know, it could be after a couple more episodes, like, oh, okay, all this makes a little bit more sense, makes it sounds better, you know. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, I... I I, I'm still holding out hope. I'm not disappointed yet. I think the first episode, yeah, I was like, oh, come on. But I get it. The second second episode was so awesome, especially with all the shit with, like, Ramsey Snow. That was really cool. Holy fuck. Um, Although, did we really need to, like, have him menacingly opening, like, dog kennel doors for three and a half minutes? It's like, we knew he was going to kill that Yeah, bitch. but... Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, just, yeah, I remember nitpicking. Like, To me, right now, that's just nitpicking. It is a little bit of nitpicking. But to me, it's like, we had... That could have been... That much time spent on another plotline that we care more about. Yeah. We didn't need to see him killing that child. Like, it's fine, show it, but do it quickly. He doesn't need to give a stupid speech while unkilling all the dogs. Yeah. Like, the only reason I nitpick it is because, like they said on SNL, we have 10 hours a year of this shit. Yeah. Make it count. Yeah. Make it count. I think it's, I think it's good. I, I, I don't have any complaints. I mean, don't get me wrong, dude. Last episode, last week I watched it. Just, uh, we were texting. I thought it was pretty. Uh, I thought that I was. I was in. That was like the most transcendent experience I'd ever had watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the stuff of Tyrion was interesting with the dragons. That was pretty cool. Oh, it's only gonna get better. Yeah. Um, I find myself really not caring what happened to Khaleesi. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Because I'm like, at some points, like, okay, she in, after six seasons, she's not a very good ruler. Shit's not going she's right. Never been. But the point is, is that it's not about whether or not she's a good ruler. It's the fact that she has dragons. And she's going to be... She's obviously going to have some hand in, like, bringing... Like, restoring the world to balance or whatever, yeah. you know? Because it's just in chaos right now. Yeah, because, I mean, at some point, you know, she's going to have to... It's been... Around well, the sixth season, there's only we The sixth and seventh is it. Yeah. Like, at some point, she does have to go back to Westeros. And fly some motherfucking dragons. Yeah. Murder some bitches. 
because the White Walkers are going to invade pretty quick here. Dragon, Dragon Glass can take them out. At some point, you know, all the shit's going to... Everybody's storyline's going to connect and become one eventually. And it might not be to the very end of the seventh season, but it will happen, I think. Well, Winter is supposed to be this book. So, in book six, is called The Winds of Winter. Yeah. And then the seventh book is supposed to be springtime. It's supposed to, no, it's supposed to be Dreams of Spring. So it could still be winter, but they're like things are looking up, you know. Oh, okay. Touche. Yeah. Well, I hope that. Well, the... I mean, that, I mean that's theoretically if you just go by what the the title is, like Dreams of Spring, makes me think like, oh, yeah, that's that's true. I always call those. I thought it was called something else, where it's like, um, I could be we're wrong. in the clear, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> Great skies are gonna clear up. I am excited to see. All the storylines, I'm really fascinated in Tyrion, I'm really fascinated in Daenerys' storyline. And, and I know most people hate it, but I'm actually really curious about Bran's storyline right now. I'm, like, oh, I'm dude, liking it so Bran far Bran has season. always been pivotal in the books, and exciting. Like, he is the only storyline that has magic. I mean, I guess Daenerys, if you consider the dragons magic, yeah. but his is the only one that has magic. And the, the shit that's happening in the North has always been the most interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, the wall is always my favorite storyline. Same here. Yeah, so... <sighs> I don't know. It'll be really fascinating to see where which direction it goes. And uh, so look forward to that tonight on HBO, 6 yeah. p.m. Pacific. Be uh, there, be square, hey. This episode of Duel of Chains brought to you by HBO. <laughs> Order, eh? Uh, subscribe to HBO now uh, for $7.99 or uh, $14.99 <laughs> a month to have on-demand HBO. That seems like a lot, but fuck, man, when... Because my wife, she's not caught you up. Have every HBO documentary. You every... got it all figured. But it's like when your wife, who's not as caught up on the show as you are, and doesn't want you to be in the room while you watch it, so you have to go in your bedroom, hide under a blanket, like you're watching porn <laughs> when you're 12 years old. Go easy. Ah, Bron. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lannister. <laughs> Fuck them all. Uh, and that's what okay you know what I'm most curious about for the second episode is like okay how the, what the fuck happened to Hodor that he couldn't talk anymore something traumatic obviously I don't know if he witnessed something traumatic something traumatic happened to him Hodor uh, but we're about to find out or we are about to find out that's fascinating yeah uh, but that actor the guy who plays Hodor like props to him because even in that scene where like Bran wakes up from the yeah, he, like, looks at him. He looks at him and starts like, talking. His name used to be Willis! His like, name Hodor. was Willis, or Hodor, I, I saw you in my dream, or whatever it's called. Yeah. You know, you, your name was Willis, you used to talk, and, like, Hodor was answering, like, Hodor. And, like, well, where's, what's her name? And he, like, you know, beckons over, Hodor. You know, he, like, with that, just that one word, it, it kind of, like, grew in uh, yeah, the yeah. galaxy. Like, you only have one word you say, but, yeah, like, you still find inflection and in ways to say it. It's like, props to him, because that can't be very easy, especially when it's a ridiculous word like Hodor. You know, Vin Diesel recorded the words, I am Groot, like 2,000 times or something for that movie. (laughs) We are Groot. So great. Um, Well, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I thought we'd go longer than 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, no. um, Well, we could have. We could have. Well, like... And then Arya Stark's like, when the fuck was she so oh, yeah. blind? You want me to spoil that for you? Yeah. Please That's do. The Spoiler only, work. That is uh, one of the only storylines that is not hasn't been resolved from the books yet. 
So what happens is obviously she's over there. She gets blinded. Yeah. And every day she's attacked. Mm. And they just start beating the shit out of her. You know, and then obviously the guy comes in as a man will give a girl, uh, you know, a place to sleep if she tells him her, na- his, her name. A girl has no name. A girl has no name. A man will give a girl Something. food tonight. Uh, yeah. A man will give a girl her eyes back if she tells him her name. Uh, anyway, so she's attacked every day. And what happens in the books... Spoiler alert. When she's blind, she starts having dreams that's obviously her being like a warg in her fucking direwolf that she let go in season one. Oh. And her direwolf is like running around fucking Westeros, like leading a pack of like 200 wolves. And she's like having dreams about eating human flesh and like killing animals. The only time she feels alive is when she's on the hunt and she wakes up and she's like... And the more and more she gets attacked, she says in her, like, she's describing it like that she's starting to be able to predict when she's about to being attacked. And then the final time she's attacked, it describes that she's able, she sees her attacker come at her from the eyes of a cat who is, like, perched oh, on the she's roof. she's turning into, just like Bran. Yeah. So she's on the eyes, she's seeing it from the eyes of a cat that's, like, perched on the roof behind her. And she sees the person come up behind her and swing, and she's able to turn around and block. And that's like the last thing that like you really real that you get from Arya is that she was able to overcome her blindness that way. And then I think they gave her her vision back, but I don't remember. But they're pretty much like you passed the test. Fuck, that's interesting. Isn't it badass that's though, pretty, dude? Uh, I'm, I'm stoked. I always but like John Arya's... Snow did that too. Jon Snow, I think, did like work stuff in the book. I can't remember exactly. But yeah, I think he entered Ghost a couple times. And then Bran, he entered Hodor. Yeah. So yeah, he's done that in the show too. He's done that a couple times. In is the his show. Direwolf dead? Where are the Summer, no, Summer's there? Was he in the episodes? Like where the fuck's his? Uh, I think at? yeah, briefly in the second one, you, you, you got a glimpse. But no, he was no because in the end of season four, the last time we saw him before this season, like when they were attacked by all those like those the the wolf was there. Yeah, the wolf was there. No, Summer. Yeah, Summer's still alive. Summer, Shaggy Dog, Ghost are all still alive, and I'm still, I mean... Grey Wind's dead. Grey Wind's dead, oh, Lady's dead, and then um, Arya's... Numeria. Numeria, she let go. But uh, Ghost, and Shaggy Dog, obviously we haven't seen for a while because we don't have Rick, in which I heard rumors he's going to make appearance, appearance in the next couple episodes. As a 25-year-old man. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I Yeah. I had dreams. I had dreams. I'm, I'm going to say freaking Bran. I'm a 12-year-old boy. But, like, Bran, fugly, he, uh, I, I'm glad we skipped a season, because, like, season four, he was looking fugly. Like, but then now, he actually, he's turned into a handsome dude, you know, a couple yeah, years. Yeah, not bad. He, look, he looks, it looks good. But, uh, no, Brickin, yeah, he's, yeah, it's been, what, since three seasons now? Since we've, we've seen him? Season three, I think, was the last time we saw him. Uh, Rickon? Yeah. Yeah, season three after, yeah, Bran and him separated. Yeah. So him and Shaggy Dog and, uh, what's her name? Uh, Wyla, not Wyla. Um. Oh, yeah, Wyla. Isn't it Wyla? No, that's, um, that's but, what, yeah, Ned, that's what Ned, Ned Stark said Jon Snow's mom's name was. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember her name either, but the wildling woman that was, yeah. like, their servant. But, so... <sighs> so many things to come to fruition and it's starting to and it's awesome it's it, you know it's yeah. been five fucking years in the making yeah 20 years i guess if you count the books 
Yeah. Yeah, 2016 and 1996 was the first one. I uh, thought 93 was the first one. Oh, you you're, might be right. you're you right. You're right. No, I think you are right. Um, but holy shit. What you mean? Like, okay, so it's like, yeah, 20, let's say it is 93, and only five books released, and people are still so shocked it's taken this long to get Winter Winter. It's like, fucking hey, look, I mean, it's, yeah, he takes his time because he wants to do it right, and those books are fucking amazing. They're, dude, he's got uh, like 3,500 named characters in the books. Yeah. That's... Characters with names. That's insane. And not just like names, but like descriptions. It's Personality traits. Yeah. It's unprecedented. Nobody has ever written anything like that. No. Maybe a historical fucking fiction. God couldn't even do it in the Bible. There's less names in the Bible. No, I don't know about that. But it probably is. I don't know. Fuck. No, because there's like whole books (laughs) that are like just literally like lineages. He begat he who begat him. But, uh. Trying to think. Anyway, back to Star Wars. Rogue One. Fuck yeah. That was good, (laughs) man. Dude, I. Was not excited about it until I saw the trailer. On they're the doing a good job of like being like loyal to like, not necessarily like the technologies that was you know used. It looks legit. I mean, like like they have ad ads that look like it and try to like spruce them up, like you know. Yeah, it looks fucking legit. All the costumes look for that era of the. Uh, Mon Mothma like, looks exactly like Mon Mothma. That fucking actress. I like, was like, is that the original? Actress? I was just saying, like, how the fuck did they get the original chick to look like the same age again? They better say in this movie. Many Bothans died to get us this information. No, they did a good fucking job like casting that one. I was impressed. That was one of the things I was most impressed by. Looks exactly like yeah. Mothma. Like, well, I'd say, I remember texting when I first saw him. Like, holy fuck, how do they do that? And I don't think that's computer animated because I looked no. at the actress. I guess a legit actress playing her. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited to see what they do. Of course, uh, and Darth Vader's going to be in it. I don't know how much of a role he might be like a cameo, but that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, I'm super stoked that we're getting a Star Wars movie every year. I don't even give a fuck. I'm so stoked that it's not even a part of like a trilogy or whatever. Like just to have a fucking one-off, like that's badass. I, I'm gonna have a. Have I mean, a it's beef. just like Episode One. Yeah, I'm gonna have a beef with with one of the movies coming up. Well, I have one right now. You might agree, you might disagree. Han Solo casting? No, I don't have a beef with the casting. I have a beef with doing a Han Solo movie. Shouldn't there be some characters where only one person should ever play it? Yeah, I agree. We don't need a young Luke Skywalker adventure movie. We don't. No. Don't ever have anyone play Luke Skywalker but Mark Hamill. If Mark Hamill was to die today, well, that fucking sucks for you, because I'm sure you just... Write him out of the movies. Write him out of the movies. His character's done. Figure out a way. Like, Hopefully you killed him off already in episode eight, because you need... You, she comes and she's like holding a lightsaber and the next scene we see is Aah! and he just kills over yeah. a heart attack he's like too many midichlorians <laughs> <laughs> we don't need we don't need a Han Solo we don't need one I agree uh, Han Solo no I one will, should play that character in a movie I will say Han Solo is probably even more sacred ground than Luke Skywalker is I think they're on par to me they'd be on par with each other we don't need a we don't need a Han Solo no I agree I saw that, and it's like, on one hand, I was pretty excited, but on the other hand, it's like, just don't. Just leave, leave him be. It's like young Indiana Jones. That's arguably, arguably your most iconic character in the whole franchise. You know, one could argue, I'd say he is, I would, even though I would say he's, he's probably more iconic than Luke Skywalker, Han Solo. Would you agree? 
Uh, in, in some ways, he is. I mean, I'm tempted to say yes just because... Your, your most iconic character in I the whole thing Han is Darth Vader. More, but honestly, I think about other... I mean, yeah, Darth Vader, Han Solo. But Darth Vader, because of the mask, you could have other people do it. All the characters are so transcendent in their own way. Yeah. But Han Solo, he's our guy, right? He's the guy that doesn't have force powers. And the he's is- the one that you're supposed to connect with in the movie because... Oh, you know, hokey religions and, yeah. you know, ancient weapons are no plus, match for a good blaster at your side. It's plus, like, it just amen, doesn't make bro. sense to do, like, a young Han Solo, because he was young in A New Hope. Yeah. What do you mean, you know, origin story when he was 12? The like, book why? Origins, why The book origin that? story is, like, right when he becomes a young man and he escapes from, like, servitude with this, like, like pirate guy. Then yeah. he gets trapped on a planet. Then he does a battle for Narshada. Then he helps incite the rebellion. And then he owes money to Jabba the Hutt. Enter Moss Eisley, Luke Skywalker, yeah. and Obi Wan. But like, like initially when they announced it, I was like, "Oh, I'll be okay with that. That'd be cool." And then the more I think about it, it's like, "God, no, we don't need, we don't need it. Only, only Harrison Ford should be Han Solo." I've never needed it. I'm okay and... with someone else besides Peter Mayhew playing Chewbacca as long as they get. The, yeah. the nuance is right. Yeah. I'm okay with somebody else besides David Powell being Darth Vader. Yeah. As long as you get the nuances right. James Earl Jones, that's going to be a tough voice to replace. I mean, yeah, people can do impressions, but only one person truly sounds like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't think you need a young Leia, although I have a feeling that they might do, they're going to have a young Leia in Rogue One. They don't need it. I'm not a fan of it. That'd be my. I hope they don't do that. I hope they just they work around that somehow. They don't. You don't need a young Leia. Let no. it go. No, you don't need it. Um, this will be the first Star Wars movie where R two D two and C three PO won't be in it. Rogue One. Yeah. If it, it, I mean, unless they are, but I don't see any reason why they would be in this one. I mean, do you? This well, is the first one. They did have the codes for the Death Star. Oh, yeah, I guess technically, no, I guess technically this is... <coughs> yeah, no, because, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, this movie seems like it might lead directly up to the events of... Nick. Yeah, I think it will. That's why I'm hoping they don't have, like, a scene where, like, they hand, you know, a young Leia... Like, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the plans. The movie ends with her, like, pressing the button, and she's like, Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You are only... No, just don't do it. Just... Many I'm years fine ago, with this you movie. fought with my father in the Clone Wars. I'm fine with this movie being a prequel, you know, all that, all that stuff, being a standalone kind of... I'm so cool with the premise of this movie. I think it's a great idea. Just, you know, cool. You got uh, you got someone playing Mon Martha. You lucked out and found someone who looks exactly like her and can sound just like her. Fucking good for you. Darth Vader. Well, yeah, you still got James Earl Jones. Yeah. You need to find a big, muscular dude who can walk like David Powell. I'll do it. Yeah, right. I'll, you know, I'm I'm available for future. I mean, Lucas you can do that. I, I can forgive that. I can deal with that. Don't fucking put Leia in this movie. Don't yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. You don't need to. That's like my one big concern with Rogue One is like they're gonna put Leia in this goddamn movie. You don't fucking need it. Agreed. So, all right. Well, what are we at here? Uh, yeah, because this one's about to be short. Yeah, we're at thirty minutes exactly. We want to just call this one good then. Yeah, we can start wrapping it up. All right. So. Yeah, Anyways, uh, Game of Thrones. It's good. Yeah, make sure that you subscribe to yeah, uh, HBO you. Now, fourteen ninety nine a month. Use promo code Duel of Taints. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, gonna, people like really try to do it. It's like this is not a valid promo. Code. Uh, like, what the uh, fuck? HBO's like, what are these fucking what? Who's Duel of Taints? And they go, listen, like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Uh, We're H fucking bo. H fucking bo. Oh Christ. 
Um, Beyonce released an album on us, man. Who the fuck are you guys? We can release that a podcast thing? on you guys. You talking about yeah. that? Did you watch that? Fuck no, I'm not gonna waste my time with that. But I don't. I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna say. Garbage. I'm just gonna say it. Not a fan of Beyonce. I don't think she's as good as everyone says she is. Dude, she's gone downhill the last like. I think she gets. I think everyone has such a hard on for her. It's like I don't think she's that good of a singer. She. I don't think she's that original. I liked her, like especially when like she's the, got a big like, ass. Put that's, a ring on it. Shit came out. That's like, the only attractive thing physically I can find on her. Her big ass. It's just kind of a nice ass. But other than that, I, was like, I don't think she's very attractive. Uh, on Bentley and Jared's podcast, they have a segment called uh, "What Would You Say to Beyonce." Uh, and they and That's, that is pretty Bentley funny. made a mock up of like you should have put a ring on it. It's like what 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 would you say? What 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 would you say? You know, oh he did a, you got to listen to it. It's actually pretty funny. But yeah. fuck you. Hashtag podcast wars. <laughs> Bentley, you look like a Persian fucking used car salesman. <laughs> Come over here, my friend. Come over here. I sell you good car. I sell you good car. Ah, this car so good it drive itself straight to the Persian, <laughs> A Russian, you mean? <laughs> Whatever. <hey. laughs> my friend, my friend. That's what Persians sound like. I, I don't know. Persians are Iranians. I'm doing Bentley's version of a Persian used car salesman, and it sounds Russian because he sucks at voiceovers. He's a this one. It's a Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> The Chevrolet is so good. Yeah, it's so uh, good. It got a uh, four-wheel drive. Uh, I mean, it has oh, four only three wheels will drive though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good deal. I give you, I give you half-wheel drive price for three wheels. <laughs> most excellent. Most excellent. <coughs> most excellent. It even has quarter tank of gas in it. This gets you from here uh, all the way down the road to the gas yeah, station. <laughs> not, it's diesel, so hurry. <laughs> Uh, did not know you weren't supposed to put diesel in gasoline engine no, I know now so, just, <laughs> so drive drive carefully uh, and quickly brother uh, <laughs> inshallah <laughs> <laughs> wait how did he become uh, like Arabic all of a sudden <laughs> well, both are Muslims uh, Bentley this is just his characterization he does when he's doing voiceovers yeah Bentley's a racist yeah obviously <laughs> this isn't us yeah this isn't us this isn't <laughs> hashtag Bentley. podcast wars bitch yeah we hate uh, him for this. <laughs> oh, and Jared, hey, by the way, buddy, shout out, uh, tell your wife I said hello. Uh, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> she, apparently, Jared found out that his... She actually listened to us, not them. <laughs> <laughs> Jared found out that his wife was secretly listening to their podcast for like six months. And she was like acting weird. And then she Jared found out about it. He's like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> what, <did laughs> what have you heard? You know? <laughs> And uh, so she's going back and talking about, like, guests that they've had and all that stuff, like, talking about then. Oh, yeah, and that Rhett guy, he was pretty funny. And, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, so fuck you, Rhett. <laughs> uh, hello, Christy. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. She hasn't mentioned my name yet, has she? Well, she oh, will. <laughs> she will. Oh. Just kidding. That's really fucked up. So was she. On that. Oh, oh hey, hey! This paint job—it's a new paint uh, job. It uh, reflect extra sunlight. It protects the car. We, yeah, we we give you multiple colors. You know, big. I pay, you you pay for one color, you get six colors. <laughs> this car door is red. This car hood is white, uh, and this one is green. Trunk lid is uh is the it's a yellow. Yes. 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 And then the, the rest, 
is accented by Rust. So you, you, Rust is... You pay for one color, you get six. And you cannot find deal anywhere except my cousin Rahul. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Rahul is a piece of shit. <laughs> he fucks goats. <laughs> he fucks goats in this car. That's why I got that so cheap for him. Uh, he literally supplements income by selling used cars and making goat pornos. <laughs> You should see his, his, his most interracial one with the white girl and a black Philip. This is really good. Uh, the goat asks halfway through, uh, "Do you want to see the game world? of goats?" <laughs> game of goats. Yes. Oh God! It's it, she's dressed up like Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> this big giant like go dressed up like fucking Cal Drogo. Cal Drogo. Oh. Cal Goto. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even funny. You're laughing because it's I bad know, enough. Because we're fucked up. All right. Uh, uh, Game of Goats. <laughs> Look it up on uh, the your is, local porn <laughs> website. <laughs> this has been Dance of Taints. I'm Brett. I'm Kane. It, it's trap. It's trap. <laughs>